Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Imitation of Christ by Thomas Akempis, Book 2, Chapter 5, On Self-Criticism. We aren't in a position to count on ourselves much, because apart from the rare grace, we haven't enough perception. Our faculty of insight is a very limited one and is easily lost if we once get careless about it. Quite often, we're unaware of our blindness and make a bad action worse by the dishonest excuses we offer for it. We lose our tempers, for example and put it down to zeal, or we pounce on slight faults in our neighbors so as to have an excuse for ignoring more serious faults of our own. How quick we are to reckon up our grievances against other people, how slow to notice what a lot they have to put up with from us. And yet a man who sees himself as he is, as he really is, hasn't the heart to criticize the next man. It's a sure sign that you're living an interior life if, in your own view, you are problem number one, something which has to be tackled seriously so that you don't feel inclined to discuss other people. Don't gossip about their affairs. Be content to watch yourself, or you'll never be a man of prayer and recollection. God and yourself, that's the subject to keep in view. Mere outward happenings oughtn't to make much impression on you. How your thoughts roam when you're not recollected, how little ground they've covered when you haven't kept yourself in view. No, if you really want peace, really want to be integrated, you must leave everything else on one side and keep one thing under observation, yourself. The passing shows of time how you grow in stature if you can banish these from your thoughts. How they belittle you if you pay attention to them. Let nothing impress or overawe you, nothing charm or captivate you, except God and what comes straight from God. The satisfaction you get out of creatures must count for nothing. The soul that loves God despises everything else as being less than God. He only, the eternal, the infinite, can fulfill every desire, can bring balm to the soul's wounds and true joy to man's heart. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here, 
ever this day be at our side to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle God of youth, patron of thy own, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. Saint Philip Neri had a saying that he really admired a certain woman because she minded her spinning, because she stayed at home. Now that can be taken as a statement primarily about the importance of a stay-at-home mother, but that's not what St. Philip meant by it. Far from it. He was using this woman as an example of someone who spiritually stays at home, because he would add, we all have to stay within ourselves, stay at home, not going about judging other people. Now, Thomas Akempis in tonight's reading gives us a theological reason for why St. Philip's practical advice makes sense. In fact, he gives us several reasons. And the first reason he tells us is that when we do this, when we pounce on the small faults of others, when we ignore our own faults, we're doing it precisely because we really don't want to look at ourselves. This fault-finding business is usually an escape from considering the real problem, which is ourselves. And so the first reason, theological reason, it's really more of a psychological reason for avoiding this is because we're missing out on an opportunity to examine ourselves. Okay, a second reason he says, don't do this. Don't worry so much what other people are doing is because it's going to lead you into gossip. It's going to lead us into all kinds of distractions. Instead of being men and women of prayer, we're going to be wasting our time worrying so much about other people. So the first is you're just avoiding the real enemy. The second reason is you're wasting your time. You're pulling yourself away from God. And the third reason he tells us for the kind of good advice Philip Neary would give, stay at home, stay within yourself, is that whatever we figure out about someone else, we're going to make ourselves lose peace. All this business of trying to figure things out about other people, even if it's true, even if it's true, what do we end up with? A lack of peace. Why? Because we didn't keep ourselves in view. We set ourselves up as the judge of other people. When we have so little evidence, so little grounds, so little foundation to really even know what we're judging about. And this is why it makes us lose peace, because we're really not doing what we're supposed to do. 
And peace comes from a tranquility of order, St. Augustine tells us. Tranquility of order. When things are in their right place, we have peace. When things are not in the right place, we don't have peace. Things are at odds with one another. And so the way to have peace is to look after ourselves. Okay, finally, a fourth reason. And this really comes to the deep, deep foundation of it, of not going out of ourselves to judge other people. Because other people are not God. And when we're impressed by other people, when we are overawed by them, charmed by them, captivated by them, even when we're captivated by our own ability to judge, even when we're charmed by our own insight, what are we doing? We're setting something else up besides God as God. We're having a kind of satisfaction in something that's not truly God. And we have to be clear in the grandeur of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We have to have clarity in our minds and fervor in our hearts that God alone is infinite. God alone is eternal. God alone can fulfill every desire. God alone can be the healing balm, the healing medicine, the healing soothing for our wounds of our soul. God alone can bring us true joy. Now, yes, as we heard last night, there are joys in this life. Yes, there are consolations. But only insofar as we have a good conscience, only insofar as we are at right with God, does everything else fall into its place. And we can truly value things as coming from God, as leading to God, as created by God. But it's when we forget God and we try to make ourselves or someone else have the place of God, then we get all mixed up. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, have mercy on us. To you be glory now and forever. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.